Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Well, it seems everyone these days is paying more for everything. Inflation seems to be hitting us in all the wrong places at the grocery store, at the gas pump, buying an appliance, all because of inflation. But could you end up paying more in taxes, too, through inflation? Helping us break that down, uh, Alex Marciano, who is the federal policy analyst at the Tax Foundation in Washington, D.C., joins us to help break that down. Alex, thanks for joining us today. Good to be here, Boyd. Uh, so let's let's dive into this. Uh Wow. Now now inflation is going to hurt us in our tax bill as well. What's that all about? Well, so back in the 1970s, as many stories about inflation start, uh, the tax code did not adjust for inflation at all. Um, and tax brackets, uh, as, as inflation uh, went up, um, tax brackets stayed the same. So if you were earning you know, $50,000 one year might, $60,000 might only be worth what $50,000 is worth the previous year, but you'd still get taxed. You'd still move into a higher tax bracket. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, even though that didn't really reflect a, uh, uh, increase in real income. Yeah. And so, um, so, so then you kind of got into the, the eighties and we started to index tax brackets. Uh, so where, where are we on that as it relates to today? Yeah. So fortunately, in in 1981, uh, we did start indexing uh, tax brackets to inflation. Uh, Now, unfortunately, one issue is um, for somewhat unavoidable reasons, uh, the IRS indexes inflation based on a sort of a few months behind um, where inflation is by the end of the year. So uh, the IRS bases uh, inflation, uh, just tax brackets based on, um, I believe it's August 2020, for example, this year it's uh, August, no, so I think it's, yes, yeah, August to September, basically, instead of January to December. Mm. Um, and so uh, we had particularly high inflation at the end of the year, uh, this uh in 2021. And so that won't really be reflected in the adjustments for the tax brackets for 2022, um, which means that even though inflation was around 7% over the whole year, uh, the tax brackets will only go up about, have only gone up about 3%. So for a lot of Americans, as they start getting ready for, for tax filing season, and many are, are underway as the clock starts ticking down towards April, uh, and that kind of uh, unexpected uh, really hit, I guess, in terms of what you might be paying because uh, you only, even though uh, inflation was at 7%, you really only got about a 3% worth of coverage there. Uh, how's that going to impact the the average American? Well, it, it's going to seem like a, a, a implied real tax. You end up going end up to being 
um, I guess probably with withholding a little bit more of, of the paycheck. Um, but uh, at the same time, next year, presumably, we're hoping, inflation comes down a little bit um, this year. But when tax brackets are adjusted for 2023, that really high period of inflation um, at the end of 2021 will be factored in. So we might get a larger adjustment for inflation next year relative to what actual inflation is for this year. Mm. Um, so you'll end up sort of getting some of it back um, that way. Yeah. And so as you look at some of the things that we should be focused on when it comes to tax policy and the tax code, uh, what are some of the things that we should be looking for Congress to do in terms of adjustments or tweaks uh, to the tax code, uh, some things that uh, might help, uh, again, just the, the average American who's, uh, who, who can't track all of this stuff all the time, uh, but who feels the impact in the end? Yeah, so uh, I think that the most important thing uh, for uh, growth and getting uh, uh, sort of improving uh, productivity and uh, wages, it's better treatment of, of capital investment, this sort of uh, factories, equipment, um, buildings um, that sort of end up, these things that sort of end up driving growth uh, and, and, and productivity. So, um, there are some provisions that allow sort of big capital projects to be deducted immediately um, that are going to start expiring at the end of the year or phasing out at the end of the year. Um, so that's kind of an urgent issue. Uh, similarly, uh, research and development expenses are, are no longer fully deductible. That started at the end of, of this year. And that is going to make um, investing in, you know, research and development, which is course, foundational to driving innovation and, and higher living standards in the long term um, is going to be penalized by the tax code. And then sort of beyond that, a big part of the reason why we, we have inflation, I mean, there are several factors. It's not monocausal, but that we have spent a lot of money uh, and, and not really paid for it. And that has, by raising aggregate demand, uh, as they would say in the textbooks, that has helped raise prices. So being maybe a little bit more cautious about these sort of big programs in 2022 will also help out uh, as far as inflation and, and, and prices go. Oh, very good. Alex Marciano is a federal policy analyst at the Tax Foundation in Washington, D.C. Alex, thanks for joining us today. Uh, not a lot of good news on the uh, tax front, especially as it relates uh, to this, but stuff we've got to keep our thumb on if we're ever going to make some real changes. Uh, Alex, thanks for joining us today. Always a pleasure, Boyd. Uh, so I, I think that's just so vital. So I don't think anybody, uh, at least I know I wasn't this morning, getting up thinking, wow, I'm going to actually pay more in taxes this year because of inflation. We, I, we talk about and we complain about inflation because we're paying more uh, for a, a basket full of groceries at the store or as we fill up our cars at the pump. Uh, we talk about that inflation, the cost of goods and all of those things uh, as inflation continues to skyrocket. Uh, but I don't think any of us have been thinking – that's going to make me pay more in taxes. Uh, so it's just one more part of uh, that sword with our taxes and with inflation and why those things have to be kept under control. And my big question for Congress is, with everything else on their plate, are they going to do anything? 
that is really going to help us change the dynamic and change the trajectory uh, of inflation? Uh, and are there anything, uh, anything in the works in terms of tax code adjustments that can help us factor in that inflation and how it might hurt individual taxpayers uh, when they file their taxes here in 2022? We'll step aside for a quick commercial break. Uh, much more to come. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.